Oddity Files is brought to you by ThatWitchBeauty.com, bringing you the self-care you deserve without all the chemicals and top brands, while bringing you the magic of moon-charged water and crystals for intention and self-love. Self-care is more than a buzzword. It's something we all need. These products are all created with intentions to make your life a little better. There's something for everyone at ThatWitchBeauty.com. Gender-neutral products, all-natural mood enhancers, all amazing ways to bring a little magic into your life. The all-natural way. ThatWitchBeauty.com All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. Unbeknownst to both Nick and I, this turns out to be the very last episode of Oddity Files, the podcast. Life moves pretty fast, people. So we're going to take some time off indefinitely, probably forever. We want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support, for your everlasting just being fucking awesome. But this is the very last episode. We appreciate you all. Let's get to it, shall we? Welcome back, guys. God, we missed you so much. You have no yeah, idea. Yeah, we did. We mm-hmm. were just talking about how much we missed every single one of you. Um, I, you're listening to Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. And I am Nick Floyd. Praise Jesus. Praise, praise, praise be to he. I forgot to mention, I got, so for... My uh, my thirty first oh, birthday. Yeah. I was like, "What do I do? What do you? What does someone? What do you do on your thirty first birthday?" Uh, as more and more, as less and less uh, matters as you get older. I was like, "I'm gonna go. I live in Florida. I'm gonna go to Kennedy Space Center." And I went. I love it. And it was just. I my I my God. My God. It was one of my favorite places we took the kids when they were younger. I would love to go back. I literally bought more souvenirs for myself than for the children. I I literally got one of those jumpsuits to fit me. Did I ever wear it? No. I was going to wear it at Halloween. Never did. (laughs) I was... It it was going to be... Listen, the experience experience was great. I had a great time. And the new exhibits are phenomenal. Mm. Like, looking at a full-sized... The Atlantis shuttle seeing it all is just unbelievable truly but i was very disappointed when i got to that gift shop because for my birthday i was going to get myself because that's what you do when you're an adult you get yourself birthday gifts yeah uh i i was so excited to get one of those adult jumpsuits and they didn't have them so (gasps) i got this really sweet apollo water bottle instead that is badass yeah, it's really I, nice. I think my jumpsuit ended up a good well. Sorry. Shame. I mean, I'm much shorter than you are, so it wouldn't have fit. But you could have made, I would it, have made it work. <laughs> yeah, I would have made it like a little uh, romper. A little, little Daisy uh, Dukes. We had little, oh, what's that called? What is? What were they? Oh, my God. The oh, That's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> it was like a thing for a minute for men. Oh God! Yeah, I don't. I can't remember what they called it for men, though. Whoa, my God! Look at this is gonna. It's gonna drive me crazy. Man, 
Romper. <laughs> uh, what do you call a male Womper? Bromper? Bromper. <laughs> I like that, though. It's gonna... It's gonna drive me crazy. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just called male male rompers. You'll f- you'll think of it at like three o'clock this morning. Just text me. Let me know. Yeah. Cause now I have to know. I will. God, I it's I'm like losing my mind. This is what's gonna do it. This is what's gonna make me feel absolutely I like insane. Romper. I think that that works. Yeah. I just wish I. I mean, maybe that was. We have, I haven't talked about it in so long. Maybe that's what they're actually, they were. I don't know. Moving on. Moving on. I said last episode I would delve into the Doctor Strange movie. First and foremost, I've met Sam Raimi. I love him. He's a wonderful human being. And you know anytime he directs a movie that Mr. Bruce Campbell's going to make an appearance. And that's what I was waiting for. And it was Glorious. Yeah. Uh, hands down, best best part. I mean, I guess you know where the, when this episode airs, it's late enough to where spoilers are totally allowed. Yeah. Yes. You just gave a warning. Yes. Yeah. Brett, uh, Bruce Campbell was the best part of the movie. I with all of those things with anything anything Marvel, it's never nothing is ever a director's fault. Uh, if something isn't right, if something isn't enough of something, if it doesn't feel authentic to the direct, I, I, no one is to blame. And I think that there is a shell of a really awesome Sam Raimi movie in that movie. Oh, but it's lost. It is long gone somewhere. At the end, I felt it. I felt it hard. I was like, Sam, there's Sam. There, I mean, it was very Marvel throughout most of it, but at the ending, um, I'm like, oh, there he is. He did get to put his his signature on that. Yeah, the the whole witchcraft piece and the the dream walking mm. sequence until that those final few minutes, the only other sequence that really felt uh, like Sam was the sequence where they tr- where he traps Wanda in the big glass thing and she's using the reflections of the puddles. Yes. Uh, oh, I just got goosebumps. I didn't realize that while I was watching it. Oh. Yeah, that whole entire sequence up to when she's chasing them through the tunnel, that was pure classic Sam Raimi, but everything else, I just, I'm like, just let Kevin Feige direct everything at this point, because yeah. Homeboy just has taken everything. Uh, I just, I, there are so many moments where I'm like, this is not Sam Raimi, and I'm fully convinced that uh, probably 60% of that movie was not even touched by Sam. Do you think so? Hmm. I was excited when I heard he was going to direct it. One, because you know Bruce makes his cameo. Yeah. Everything Sam does, Bruce makes his cameo. Um, but just because I, I wanted to see his take on it, I, you've got to keep it Marvel, though. I mean, you that you got to keep the fans happy. I get that, um, and I felt there was just enough, probably just enough to piss some people off, especially there at the end, um, because I, I believe most people don't get it, but I did, and it was glorious and. Fucking Scarlet Witch, man. Nothing like a woman scorned. Just saying. It's 
it's crazy because <clears throat> we you know we all watched WandaVision and and I I I feel like we all kind of we could forgive her for the fact that she basically created this mind trap. Yes. That she was I mean, there's a pretty evil thing she did in WandaVision, but we were all like, we get it. We get it. Yeah. You're doing this. Morning. Morning. Yeah. 100%. But it was, I feel like they were trying so hard to make her so evil in Multiverse of Madness over something that I couldn't really understand because the multiverse is infinite. Right. And there's there had to have been one where Vision where she could just go there and find a vision and why'd have... she just hone in on that verse? It felt, it felt very, it was very, I mean, strange is probably not, a. <laughs> 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 but it was, it was all of that evil for a character that we, we forgave her for her evil. We were sympathetic for her evil. And then it was basically like, I want to be a mother of two children, and that's why I'm going to straight up murder so many people. Literally, yeah. That it it felt like a man was writing the script, and I I don't mean to get all like feminist and stuff. I it very much so felt like a dude who was writing like, oh, her redeemable qualities will say that she just wants to be a mother, and that's and I'm like, I feel like it could have been handled a little bit better. She really murdered people. Like she really. She did. I will admit, I am the ultimate Marvel fangirl, and it takes a lot to upset me with a Marvel movie. I loved it. I really did. I've loved Benedict since he was Sherlock Holmes. Um, He's super talented. I hate that he has an American accent in this movie. I will say that. Uh, But having Rachel McAdams back was beautiful. Um, and fucking Wong loves me some fucking Wong. No, he, he's fantastic. And, and look, I, the thing is, I love Wanda so much. I really do. And I'm not the biggest Marvel person. And I just, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I oh, she's really glorious in person. Oh, I, she just seems like a wonderful, wonderful human. Just, uh, the full, the full circle. And I love her character and I don't really latch on to Marvel characters often. And I really latched on to Wanda and love Wanda. And I feel like there was a lot of room to deal with Dr. Strange's ego and his narcissism because it is there. And I think that that's sort of a through line of the movie that he is problematic where America Mm -hmm. Chavez is literally saying like, all you Stranges are the same. Yeah. And instead of, you know, making Dr. Strange the, the himself being the villain, against himself like he has to face himself and it was just full-on wanda i think there was a missed opportunity because i don't know if we can ever go back to that where dr strange will be i feel like they just wrapped him up very quickly i of like would have loved to have seen that now that you say that watching sam raimi direct that oh like him losing his mind by realizing that so many multiverse versions of himself are just just garbage yeah. like actual just human garbage i feel like he did just an inkling of it at the end very small yeah but it could have been so much more grand and beautiful yeah because we open and we see like this this one doctor strange who is the undead one and he is 
he wants to take her powers, but we do see that he's sacrifice, kind of sacrificing himself. Mm-hmm. But there's still like mistrust. And I, I, I don't know. When I saw the trailers, I was like, I knew Wanda would be a part of it. But I thought she would actually be pulled out of this evil trance to actually fight this, help fight this internal struggle, struggle of Doctor yeah. Strange, and that, like watch him kind of lose it. Yeah, would have been great. And yeah. I was like, sweet, this is what we're gonna get. But instead, it was very like we have to have a a, a villain. Yeah, and Wanda was the Thanos of the multiverse, and and make it the ginger. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it was. I. I always, when I see things, I see things of, can they be more than what they are? Like, yeah. is there something more? If there's a movie where I see it, I'm like, I just don't like it. I I won't talk about it. Because I, I, it's clearly like just something that didn't hit me right. Mm-hmm. But if I see something and there's a better version of it within what is given to us, that just makes my mind go crazy. Because like, That this needs to be this. a series. Like, it happened, but we didn't get to see it in the movie on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, <laughs> it's the multiverse. Yes, that I mean, <laughs> options are endless at this point. Okay. It, yeah. Speaking of that, we are running short on time. I need to throw. Do, do you have any finishing thoughts? I agree with you one million percent. <laughs> um, but I, I, I fangirled and enjo- enjoyed it one million percent too. But you yeah. have some valid points, and I would like to see all of it. <laughs> no, I, I. I'm going to keep watching them. I'm excited for Thor Love and Thunder. That's more of my speed. And it feels like it's going to take a little break from the multiverse for a little while, which I think would benefit all of us. They need to do that. They need to do that. Spider-Man, fuck me up. Just saying. (laughs) Okay. Just take a little breather. Exactly. (laughs) Fucking at me. Um, Okay. So headline reads, America's largest cave figures discovered Discovered? Discovered in Alabama. Roughly 1,000 years ago, artists working by the light of burning reeds carved figures into the ceiling of a cave in what's now Alabama, crouching in the narrow space below. Over a millennium that followed, the carvings became almost invisible to the naked eye as they got covered by mud that naturally accumulated in the cave's walls. Why did I think this was paranormal? Still an interesting story. thought it was paranormal. I think it said something about ghost cave drawings. It's not. Anyway, now those carvings have been revealed by advanced photography as the largest set of carvings ever found inside a cave in North America, some of them depicting figures almost seven feet long. Oh, I know why. I did read this one. Okay. Uh, Several of the carvings seem to show people wearing Native American regalia, such as headdress, and carrying what appear to be rattles. Researchers think they could represent spirits of the dead. They are either people dressed in regalia to look like spirits, or they are spirits, said archaeologist Jan Simek, a professor of anthropology at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. And if they were people dressed as spirits, they were for a time considered the spirits themselves. Ooh, that's deep. The term we like to use is that they were materializing those spirits through the costumes they wore. Simic is the lead author of a research paper on the carvings in the journal uh, 
antiquity and describes five of the largest figures found in the cave ceiling by a photographic study that originally aimed to record the cave's carvings in case they became damaged or invisible. So there you have it, people. Ghosts from way back in the caveman days. I would still, I would love like a Godzilla versus Kong type scenario where we find like some sea cave and there's these giant beasts oh. who have been in cave drawings and that's that's a movie right there yeah it's uh that Let's would get be sam pretty... raimi <laughs> mm-hmm. give me that yeah i i don't know one day we're gonna find like like sas sasquatch cave drawings of like people and then these like large clearly like hairy people i don't know how you really draw hair on caves cave cave walls um, you can do it sure Put your mind to it. You can just do anything. Get some, just get Billy Ludwig over there. He's a famed artist that I love and adore. Um, you got a story? I do have a story. I for for whatever reason I wanted to do something about like pirates for some reason. Oh yes. I, there's something about it. I don't know. I don't know if it's something that I watched. Um, maybe I, the Johnny Depp trial. Maybe I don't. I, <laughs> I think it's it. Back to the Doctor Strange thing. I think that. Because people are all like, this is this should have been rated R because of some stuff. There's a uh, a little clip going around from Pirates of the Caribbean mm. of Davy Jones like put sticking his tentacles in someone's face, and I keep seeing it on Twitter. And I think oh. what's it's making me be like, I don't want to do a pirate story. I'm just putting it out there. I have not watched the Johnny Depp trial. I would get sucked in far too hard into that. It's crazy. Mm-mm. That's all. I just see little updates on Twitter because I'm yeah. like, hmm. Hmm. I see him on the, the the book face. Usually, women that face. have been sucked in and haven't changed their clothes in a week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is a pirate story. This comes from uh, a very cool, very cool, fun site. There are many for each state. This comes from Weird New Jersey. So Weird NJ. Love it. Dot com and their travel guides all over the world. They're every state you can imagine. It's just weird and then the state initial dot com. Uh, and this story is kind of about pirates, so here it is. <laughs> Yay! Bring it! It's a lone white wooden building that stands with its back to the windswept shore of the Sandy Hook Bay in the Port Monmouth section of Middletown. Its official name is the Seabrook Wilson Homestead, but most people know it much better as the Spy House. Ooh, mm. super fancy. Though its history... Uh, though it's true history, belies many believes. I imagine that's what that because belies maybe. <laughs> no, it's true history believes many of the legends that have circulated for years about this old property that has not dissuaded some believers in the paranormal from dubbing it quote the most haunted house in America. Hmm. I want to go to there. Same. The spy house was built sometime around 1650 and originally sat on 300 acres of land along the lonely Port Monmouth shoreline. As the story goes, at the time of the Revolutionary War, it was a tavern and a popular drinking spot for British troops. Its owner at the time was an innkeeper named Thomas Seabrook, who was a patriot in the New Jersey militia. The origins of the spy house moniker come from the legend that Seabrook would get the redcoat soldiers liquored up enough to spill military secrets and then pass his overheard intelligence on to the colonial forces. Genius! Absolutely brilliant. Just brilliant. 
Uh, I'm lost my spot. Historians are dubious about the validity of this tall tale, though most will admit certain aspects of it are at least partially factual. The building actually would become a tavern, but not until 1910, more than a century after the legend states. Damn it, I hate when they do that. Same. Tall tales. It would be employed as an inn right up until the 1970s, operating under various names, such as the Bayside Manor and the Lighthouse Inn. Mm -hmm. In the early 19th century, the house belonged to a local reverend named William V. Nelson and his wife, Martha, whose residence there would add the second part of its official name, the Seabrook Wilson Homestead. Ah. The building was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1974 and became a museum around the time of the United States Bicentennial in 1776. It was at that time that it started to be known as the Spy House. The term is credited as being coined by a former curator named Gertrude Gertrude Needlinger. Needlinger. Poor Gertrude. (laughs) What a name who would give public tours of the house and its hodgepodge of various artifacts of supposedly historical significance. Gertrude, an elderly woman who, by most accounts, was a colorful character with a very vivid imagination, would spin yarns of the house's past, weaving the threads of ghosts and espionage as she walked visitors around the museum. The perfect combination. Love it. Though most historians today bristle at the tales that she told, they will admit that Needlinger's narratives gained quite a bit of attention for the house in the public's eye. Current day preservationists will concede that she may be at least partially responsible for the fact that the Seabrook Wilson homestead still exists today. Whether true or not, the ghost stories that began to circulate about the spy house soon became the primary focus of the homestead's appeal much to the chagrin of the local historians. Nonetheless, visitors often reported seeing ghostly apparitions either while in the house or through windows from the outside, and we'll talk about those in just a second. Paranormal investigations were conducted, often resulting in persuasive evidence of alleged otherworldly activity. Articles were written by notable paranormal experts, some of which would dub the spy house as, again, quote, the most haunted house in America. Soon, the spy house, as it was then most commonly known, stopped allowing the public in for tours. This only further fueled the ghost hunter's beliefs that officials were trying to cover up the paranormal presence within its walls. Conspiracy. All over the place. (laughs) Absolutely. During its closure, the Monmouth County Park Commission removed all of the items once displayed at the house and stripped the interior to the bare timbers in an overall effort to restore the building to its original appearance circa the Seabrook's era. The Seabrook Wilson Homestead is now once again open to the public, displaying exhibits of verifiable historical significance, a sort of time capsule of Middletown's history. But what of the ghosts of the old spy house? Were they too swept away with the odd bric-a-brac that was removed from the building? Some think not. And believe that while you may be able to clean out an old house, that doesn't mean that you have cleansed the house of its ghostly inhabitants. At this time, the spectral future of the former spy house remains to be unseen. So a couple spirits that have seen roaming the house. One 
is of what is being called the Spy House Ghost Boy. And this is just a little paragraph from an actual experience that was sent in to Weird New Jersey. And it goes like this. One morning, my friend Dave's parents went to visit the old Spy House Museum in Port Monmouth. Monmouth, whatever. Uh, They were there (laughs) at the appointed opening time, but the curator wasn't there. After about a half hour of waiting, they said to hell with it and left. As they were getting back into their car, my friend's father looked up and pointed out a kid about 10 or 12 years old looking down at them from the upstairs window. His dad said that the kid had had on one of those puffy shirts that they used to wear in the old days. There's something in my house right fucking now. Luna just started to walk. So I I don't know if you saw me get up and like check to see who's in my house. I, I am, I'm alone. And Luna just walked up, stopped in the middle of the room. And she doesn't do that. And just looked and then shook it off like a dog does when they're uncomfortable. Sorry, go ahead. Please, I'm so sorry. I just had to tell somebody because I'm freaking out. <laughs> Is your door open? Yeah, it is. I I walked out in the hallway and I, I there's nobody here. Oh. So I have my headphone kind of half off now because I don't I can't wait to go back and and figure out what that sound was. It sounded like somebody shut my door. Okay, go ahead. There there you go. There's our listener story. <laughs> now she's just kind of looking over the banister downstairs. Luna, what's going on? You okay? Huh. Huh. Weird shit's been going on in my house lately. Okay, please finish your story. I'm so sorry. I just couldn't hold it in anymore. (laughs) No, please, please. uh, We need updates on on the house. Uh, Yes, so there's old boy. And he's looking down in the window. And so that's one ghost. That's a real story that's an actual Maybe thing he's here now he might he might have jumped through the story into the house uh, and then the last the last specific story there are many online that you can read the last one that's on weirdnewjersey.com a first-hand account uh is this one on the way back from a very fun day at the water park in keensburg my dad decided to show my sister and myself the spy house when we got there and i'll send, send you a picture of the spy house by the way it's okay. very very it looks like the Amityville Horror House. Uh, when we got there, we looked into the windows. It was extremely dark inside, and everything was locked. When we made it to the left side of the house, my dad noticed something moving inside the house. I just shrugged it off as nothing, but then when I was looking in the same upstairs window, I noticed that a rocking chair started moving. No. I was scanning all the windows to see if I could see anything unusual, and I clearly saw a man sitting in a rocking chair reading. It couldn't have been a ranger because he was wearing old clothes and was sitting in complete darkness reading in a locked-up house. We snapped a picture and ran, and as we pulled away, a ranger pulled up, unlocked the doors, and that made us assume that it must have been a spirit of some kind. Wow. It sounds amazing. Yeah. So again, there are many different different tales. There are stories of pirate ghosts, um, a, a pirate named Henry Morgan who can be seen wandering 
just wandering the property. It's right on the shoreline too, so it's oh. just this beautiful old colonial-looking house, but pretty interesting. Excellent story, sir. Thank you so much. I love that. And, and um, I had a brain fart. Anyway, um, we don't have a listener story this week, so I'm glad I had my own little personal paranormal experience in the middle of your story. And I also apologize for that going down. I'm still not, I don't know if it's maybe because I don't normally have the dogs in here while I podcast. Maybe it was because I had the headphones on. She's been right here the whole time. Maybe it just sounded like it came from over there. But Venus is not here and Chris is not here and it's just Luna and I. So I don't know what it could be. The other night, um, we were laying in bed and somebody was knocking on my bedroom door. So, um, yeah, (laughs) three times and it stopped and then one big loud one. So things are a little... Yeah, it's fine. I mean, what do I expect? (laughs) Uh, Right. I mean, now it's like, it's like if you're there and you are by yourself... All the spirits who have communicated with you are like, finally. I know. We have her Literally. to ourselves. So Anna's been gone for a hot minute. She was the first spirit I brought home with me. And since it has been just Luna and I living here, she's come back. So. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I'm, 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 maybe there were more I didn't know about that were just being quiet and hanging out. <laughs> it just needed, needed the... This the moment before they could creep out and be like, hello. How are you today? So, yeah, I'll keep you all posted on that. Plus, I've been buying crystals like it's my damn job lately. So there's so much energy in this house. I just need to smudge it a little more often after I do spirit sessions. After the door knocked, I did smudge the next day. I got the vibe that I brought somebody's grandpa home with me. I'm like, dude, you got to go. I mean, I that's just creepy. You just don't follow young ladies home, okay? <laughs> hey, whatever you got to do, smudge away and keep keep on keeping on. Exactly. Well, guys, that is Oddity Files, the podcast. Are you podcasting and weird noises are happening and your dog's doing something that normally... Like the Ghostbusters. Oh, my God, that water bottle. I just thought it was a shadow figure behind you. I've got to get out of this <laughs> On our Zoom recording. Um, (laughs) I'm a little freaked out right now, so I might go have a glass of wine. Guys, this is our show. Um, I'm Kitsy Duncan. Where does the new cool? And I'm Nick Floyd. (laughs) Ghost on. Jesus criminy. Yeah. Oddity Files is brought to you by thatwitchbeauty.com. Bringing you the self-care you deserve without all the chemicals and top brands while bringing you the magic of moon-charged water and crystals for intention and self-love. Self-care is more than a buzzword. It's something we all need. These products are all created with intentions to make your life a little better. There's something for everyone at thatwitchbeauty.com. Gender-neutral products, all-natural mood enhancers, all amazing ways to bring a little magic into your life. The all-natural way. That which beauty dot com. All of you files. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly.